Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Craig Conan. That's me. Yeah. Dude, I've been podcasting so much lately. I feel like I've gotten better at it. You have. Are we rolling? Yes. Oh, hey. We're what's fucking up, right in dude? dude. This is my oh, fucking man. funny friend, so Abby Robert. Sop everybody. Th- this is his second time on the podcast. Yeah. No, the first podcast was... Uh, because I said some shit when Hollywood, you signed some, uh, what's that? Non-disclosure NDA, yeah. NDA a non-disclosure agreement. It says, do not talk about this show. And then guess what I did? I talked about that show and I said, oh, fuck it. But then after we recorded it, I was like, oh, wait, that's my career and a job and a future with a big network. Maybe I shouldn't air that. And anyways, it was a while ago, and it's dated now, so now we just have you back. And also, we are better at podcasting. Goddamn right we are. Goddamn right. We wanna talk? Can we talk about Sunday? Or is that bad? What's on Sunday? Oh, yeah, so- yeah, sober. yeah. He had just had one year sober Sunday. Yeah. He's a tweaker, too, everybody. Drug addict, loser. <laughs> well, not anymore, Not anymore, dude. baby. Recovering drug addict. Clean loser. life. And, uh... I went for you. I hadn't been to a meeting. It made me cry, and I, I need to go back. Dave, you got to go anytime you want to go. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to take the cake with you, but honestly, I was very scared and ran to a corner and hid anyways, and I didn't. I feel like a fraud in there, even though I'm sober. <laughs> wait, I don't... wait you, you, you were there on time? Yeah, I saw you take your cake. Oh, I thought oh, yeah, I thought you were going to come up there. I was. I saw you from, the, from, from up there. I almost did, and then I was like, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, actually. It's okay. I watched from a distance and it made me cry, so I, I was there. Hell yeah! Emotionally, and then I gave you a candy bar. Yeah, that was not, that's what's up. It was good. It was dark chocolate. That's hippie I stuff because you're vegan, ones. right? The sunflower, sunflower butter. Yeah, they're butter. so good. It's like Reese's peanut butter chips for listeners. It's like Reese's peanut butter with sunflower butter. In there. There's this new new product. Yeah, just <gasps> dark chocolate sunflower seed butter cups. You know what I just realized? So good. You know what would make a billion dollars? What Reese's peanut peanut butter cups with almond butter how has that not been done yet snickers almost did snickers has almond butter you get reese's with almond butter get to that shit together reese's yeah what the fuck reese's if you guys fucking dm me if you also want reese's (laughs) yeah butter we'll organize something we'll make it happen do it i actually uh i buy those sunflower seed butters cups all the time and they're so good and this fan fuck well she never told me her name she probably did i forgot but she gave me this fucking dope Ooh, rock can I see? thing yeah it's got like sacred but she gave me uh dark chocolate sunflower seed butter cups and oh, i'm just saying dope. she's such a sweetheart because i already buy those and love those and eat those and yeah, then you're she way gave ahead me, of the curb she gave me my cups and and a hockey puck and and anyways thank you um boy, 99 cents I like that hippie. Do you shit. still do you still shop at the Trader Joe's? You got fired from? Hell yeah! I come visit them and harass them and, and film do, them. Do the customers uh, or have they uh, the customers some happy to see you there? Yeah, actually, yeah, a lot of them do recognize me, except for Bill. <laughs> Bill's this old guy. Uh, 
and he listens and watches every podcast of mine and gives feedback. Nice. And says, you talk about shit too much. (laughs) But on one of them, I called him out because he pinched my booty. And uh, and he's like, I didn't like that episode or something. What did he say? No, he said not to talk about it either. Oh, yeah. He said stop <laughs> talking about it. And <laughs> just keep talking. Maybe stop pinching, Bill. Yeah, quit pinching booties, just kidding, Bill. Bill. He never pinched my booty. He did. He did. <laughs> um, yeah. Comedy life, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. What else, man? Dude, life's sweet, man. I can't complain. It's been going pretty good. I've been overwhelmed and a little stressed out, but for good reasons. Your calendar looks packed. That's why I'm overwhelmed and stressed out. Too many shows, too many opportunities, too many gigs, and you can't say yes to all, and you're trying to navigate and figure it out without pissing certain persons off and trying to do as much as you can, and you're just like, fuck. Dude, that's sweet. I wish it's my calendar good was problems. packed like that. It's good problems, but still, it, it, it gives me anxiety. I'm like, I just... Because when you have no shows and somebody asks you to do one show, it's just easy. It's a no-brainer. It's yeah. Right. But when you have two shows and one's in Huntington Beach and one's in Hollywood, and they both pay, and you're just like, oh. Got to do Hollywood, baby, because it's closer. I'm doing both. <laughs> nice. I pre-committed to the Huntington Beach, and they already advertised my face, though. I need to get a car so I can start doing shows further from Hollywood. Yeah, but you hit two little old ladies. I know. But I can still drive, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't know if you want to talk about that. It's a killer, killer story. You still running that bit? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a good bit, man. I think it, it's online. It should be online. Okay. It's on my YouTube channel. Check out Abby Robert on YouTube. Accident. Should be somewhere, yeah. No, I know you can drive, but isn't your insurance just stupid? Yeah, it's crazy high, but I don't know. It's all right. You'll, so you'll, I got to get fucking rich. You'll get rich. You're so going to make start almond doing butter some Reese's. $20 road gigs in the Inland Empire. Hell yeah, dude. I want to be the king of Ventura County, bro. You will be. I want to take over the Ventura County comedy scene. I'd rather take over the world. Nah, just give me Ventura <laughs> nah, County. Nah, dude. just Ventura Harbor. That's yeah, it. Yeah, the harbor. Only and... the boat people. Yeah. That's yeah. all I need. That's so funny. Dude, I've been watching uh, videos on like tiny homes and like tiny houses and like like off the grid people, dude. I could, I think, uh, I don't know, man. I think I'd also be happy just living off the grid. You think that, but after you spend <laughs> enough time out there... Like, for us, I could say for us, because you're a comic, I'm a comic, like, we need the clubs, the grind, the scene, you know? Yeah, I kind of do. I do like the chaos, but I I wouldn't mind doing it for, like, a month out of the year. I would like that. Just like I just just don't want to feel like uh, comedy controls my life. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, a nice decompress. Just, like, no phone, no internet. It's like just, just chill. Just telling your career, like, no, wait, just wait for me. I'll it's be not back. a big deal. Yeah. It's never, we always make it a big if deal. If I leave I'm, town for a week to do comedy, I'm like, oh, I'm missing out. You know, yeah. That's not a good feeling. No. I literally don't want to go to Huntington Beach because it's two hours away from Hollywood. It's like, none of it matters. Just, it's yeah. okay. It's not a big deal, even though we all make it out to be a big deal. It's not a, it's not. No, you're not going to make it in Huntington. You're not going to make it in Hollywood. Let's keep it happy. You are going to make it. You are going to make, make it. Make it if you start a video travel blog and build a tiny home and travel around the country. All right. That's next. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, fuck yeah. What else is going on? 
I don't remember. Just you hit a year. How do you feel? Dude, I feel pretty sweet. I've actually never been happier. But it has nothing to do with that. Just like I'm just I'm just doing good at life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just decided to not uh complain or be a victim or uh waste time and just like I just wake up, I work harder than I've ever worked and so I think I went through a, a period in uh where I was just feeling kind of depressed because I never worked particularly hard or chilled particularly hard. Everything was kind of this in between, you know what I mean? Because I never, I I just like always had jobs where I only had to work a couple days a week, and and uh, now I just like work my ass off like six days a week, and then one day a week I just chill and I don't have any guilt. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just be like, anytime I work, do any work, I'd feel tired. And anytime I chill, I'd feel guilty. So I can't enjoy anything in life. Yeah. So now it's like, I'm working so hard that like, I enjoy it because I'm like, yeah, I'm getting something out of this. And then on days off, I'm like, I fucking earn this shit, you know? And, it, and you a need good a day balance. off. Everybody yeah. needs a day. The rock takes a day off. He has a cheat day. He posted on his Instagram exactly. all the time. It's a lot of food. How does he do it? <laughs> Dude, I do that. <laughs> He's crazy. But yeah, you know, you got to work hard, but you also need to fucking play hard and take breaks or just chill or what, you know, you got to. Yeah, but you can't just sit around and you can't just sit around. Like if too much chilling leads you to being depressed, I think. Oh, no, it does. You have to be moving. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't understand people that can just smoke weed and chill at home. I've talked about it before because, you know, I got, I worked a day job my entire life and then you lose that. You're like, I what do I do with these 40 hours? Really 50 because of getting ready, driving, commute, right. bullshit, you know? And and then he, and then I, the days I would do nothing, I would be so depressed. I was like, you did nothing, you know? Right. You think you want to do that, and then you do it, and you just feel awful. Yeah, I, just, I took six months off at the store, and, like, I was like, man, I'm going to get so much stuff done. And then I'm like, what? It's too much time. I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But also not enough. The days just flew by. Time. These are the sands of the hourglass. <laughs> what is it? It's slipping through the time. Is that how it goes? Uh, no. <laughs> what is it? Uh, These are the days of our lives. Yeah, like, like sand through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives. Smoking like lethal warriors. We warriors. We warriors. <laughs> I like how a soap opera sitcom got me to rap Bone Thugs. <laughs> These are the days of our lives. Remember that shit? Hey, I have a hypothetical for you. Oh, no. Okay. You're guaranteed to live to 65, right? Yeah. Guaranteed, no matter what, you're going to live to 65. Not You're not immortal, you know? And you're not even aware of it. Like, you're like you'll wipe, the memory will be wiped that you're guaranteed. No, no, actually, no. You know you're guaranteed to live to 65. You're not like a mortal. Like, you can, someone could shoot you and kill you, but you're definitely going to live to 65. But the day you turn 65, you drop dead. Or you could potentially live longer. You could potentially live up to 100, but it's not a guarantee. I don't like this hypothetical. Right? Because you could die, you could die next week, but... I'd just rather not know. Or you could live to 100. You get hit, you know what I mean? All right, I, the hundred. I take sixty-five, guaranteed, guaranteed years. I like risks. <laughs> and also, if you die tomorrow, at least you don't have to worry about life anymore. Right. Okay. That was very nihilist <laughs> point of view. I thought you were. I thought you were a happy, upbeat guy, Craig. <laughs> Not all the time. It's <laughs> an act. 
I try to in, in, inspire happiness and and that in life. But you know, sometimes it is a mask. Sometimes I am genuinely happy. It's work, god damn it. It's Dude, work. I get it. I'm a, I can tell when you're upset cuz you're just quiet. I'm so quiet. I'm in my head. I'm just like just fucking. You see me that one week. Oh. Oh bro. yeah. Yeah, that was the most depressive I've ever seen you. I just broke up with my ex and I was so depressed. And that I wasn't other thing eating. happened too. Oh yeah. It was like at the same time, right? Whew. Yeah. That was a yeah. bad week. That sucks. And the other one I can't even talk about. NDNA. <laughs> Non-disclosure, bitch ass. Yeah, just, whatever. Just kidding. Book, I think book me. I, th- <laughs> I think I'm about like I think I was I was just waiting on like two different things and I think I'm about to not get them too. So don't think that way. It's easy to think that way. It's Hollywood. They'll give you stuff and then the day you shoot, the Lord give it, the Lord take it away. Psych. Yeah, whatever. You just got to stay positive. Though. You got to stay out of the results. You, the only thing you're entitled to is your labor, you know? Dude, look at Kevin Hart. His uh, sitcom was taken away as they were about to shoot. No, as they were, he was about, they were about to announce it. Like, as he was about to walk on stage to yeah. announce it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It was the biggest horror story ever, and look at him. He was a, uh, about to... They were about to say action. Welcome to the stage, Kevin Hart. Hey, Kevin, real quick, we need to talk to you. The show's canceled. Cancel this. He's like, what? You're kidding, right? No. He's like, I'm sorry, man. And they're just like, he's like, I flew my family out. Like, <laughs> it was brutal. And look at him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's doing great. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy thing because absolutely stay positive. The glasses have full type shit. You got to think that way. Or you're just going to fucking want to kill yourself you know but then also too as a comic you want to complain and make funny of shitty situations but you have to be careful not to become a bitter beer face too you know oh yeah 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 so it's like it's necessary in comedy you can't complain nobody likes a complainer no you gotta fucking don't complain stay don't explain you gotta just show up and you the thing like, like what type of person do you want to be at the comedy store do you want to be the guy that's smoking a cigarette drinking a tall boy pbr complaining about how the industry sucks or do you want to be the guy that is working like, consoling the person and we're working yeah i i'm done consoling those persons yeah that's true it's done I've, I've wasted enough energy on people. You know the famous saying, you can lead a horse to water. You will give a friend comedian the solution. And they'll be like, I'm not doing that. I'm not shaking his hand. he would be like, you shake his hand, you get shows or whatever. This is just a shitty example. But you know, and they're like, I don't do that. I'd be like, okay, I'm not asking you to suck his dick, just shake his fucking hand. You know what I mean? It's like right. easy shit. And they'll tell you all the reasons why they can or the problem with it. And it's like, well, you're the problem then. You're the problem. Because any other person just smile, bite their fucking lip, and shake the hand. You're not fucking Joe Rogan yet, so get what you can get. That's the thing that people also understand. Sure, artistic integrity is awesome, and say no to this project and that project. If you can, if you have... You can't say no to something when you have nothing. You say yes to everything until you build a large enough platform. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. You just say yes. Your leather coasters are getting on my nerves. Why? <laughs> I just feel guilty about using a leather coaster. They were free. I, I know. I stole them from I, my father. I, I, I know that, but it just doesn't feel right. You're not supposed oh, to get Oh, they were free water. to him, too. I knew he wouldn't pay for that shit. <laughs> 
I just feel like you're not supposed to get water on leather. Does that uh, ruin it? I'm like 99.9% sure, buddy, that this is pleather. This is fake leather. If I know my father, <laughs> this is cheap. Even even worse, right? <laughs> Here, you want a metal one? Nah. Look. You could clean That's it. That's an ashtray. It, it it used. I mean, it's been used for both purposes. I used nice. to smoke a lot of weed, and I never washed it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't washed. You've been sober for like nine years. I, who washes a coaster? <laughs> Put your cup in it, and naturally washes it off for me. I guess so. Yeah. Wash it off. Wash it. You gotta wash your cocking balls, there, buddy. So, are you getting a kitchen soon? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're just making me feel bad. This podcast. No, I don't I'm have a kitchen. Your balls. No, 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 because you you got a Patreon. Yeah, we're at two hundred and two dollars. Dude, sick. That's that is awesome. I How much is that a year? That's uh, a bunch of money a year. <laughs> it's a couple that to almost three thousand dollars a year. What's that? Twelve times two twenty four. Twenty four hundred. Hey, that actually actually four hundred dollars. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. I wish it was twenty four hundred a month because then I could pay. For everything with it. 2400 a month be. for free. Would you know be what I'm going to do? Amazing. You know what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to off. Or you already know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to. Did I talk about it on the other one? Because I need to advertise this sooner. I'm going to offer feet pictures on my Patreon <laughs> for the uh, perverts. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's funny. You, you want some what, oiled up you know what toes, you should do? baby? Put a, just Give me money. Just put like a thousand uh, dollar one and say I'll fly wherever and do a show for you and then fly back that same day. Uh, yeah, I'd rather do feet pics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'd rather pimp my body the good Lord gave me. There's so many foot pick weirdos that it's a fetish to where they'll pay people their rent because they're rich and like feet. That's so <laughs> funny, man. That's not That's like weird. your fucking pussy or asshole or ball sack or dick or titties. You know, it's just feet. Who cares? <laughs> you can see my feet free at the beach, man. Come on, dude. I probably post pictures of, you know, when you go chilling at the pool and you just post the bottom half of your body. There's a couple freebies out there. I didn't even <laughs> realize that it was a thing. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, people, but... Can't you just like get, can't you just Google image feet? But I guess the thing that makes it a fetish for them is to know that you are exclusively sending it to them. Because I have a friend that does it. I don't know if she mm. wants me to do it publicly, but this dude pays her rent for exclusive foot pics. He's like, I'll take care of your bills. You do stand up. So her stand up money is just stand up. And she just sends him. She said not even that much. Oh, she's a comedian? Yeah, I don't want to name All her, though, because right. I, I don't start know. guessing. No, come on. <laughs> right. Guess Dude, number one, Gabby Lamb. No, it's not her. <laughs> All right, I'm done guessing. Okay. Um, But yeah, that's so fucking funny and weird. And it, and, and if it was like uh, a bit baggy or uh, like weird, I wouldn't do it. But it's also fucking it's hilarious. Funny, yeah. It's funny. You're like, somebody wants my, I'll, I'll, anyone can see my feet. Yeah, somebody <laughs> wants my size 12 fucking long ET toes, bunion fucking rubbing foot. Dude, who I don't wants have any it? <laughs> I don't have any bunions. Not I'm yet. so curious. Got to keep it positive. I'll get them. <laughs> <laughs> What's a bunion? It's a fucking growth off your foot that needs to be cut off. Nice. <laughs> the bunion butt. Hell yeah, dude.
my aunt got some bunions removed. She had trouble walking, and we made fun of her. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make fun of her. I think I might have one lady. on my toe. You'd fucking know. There's this, like this horn that pops out. It's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh my god, I saw The Witch last night. The Witch. That movie's awful. Which I mean, it's really good. It's scary. Like Blair Witch Project? It's just called The Witch. The it had Witch. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was oh, on no uh, Netflix or something, so I watched it. You know what so I saw last scary. night? What? 12 Strong. What the fuck's that? There's Chris Helmsworth. Oh, that's good. Um, The war one. Yeah. With Ben Affleck. Nope. Oh, I didn't see that. What's the one? I saw with? the Ben Affleck one. That was the one where they robbed the cartel. Yeah. That was a good one. I like that. That one went downhill fast, though. Anxiety. Yeah. It's, I, liked why, I liked seeing Ben Affleck star in a movie. Like I feel like he was like about to go into rehab or something like while he was shooting the movie, you know? He was, <laughs> that's kind of him at his most out of shape for a movie. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, struggles with addiction, too. He kind of played a dirtbag in the movie a little bit. Yeah, he played an addict. It seemed yeah. like it's some seedy addict behavior. Yeah. Maybe he was just being method. Maybe he was just on meth. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think meth is his choice. I think it's alcohol. Yeah, and who knows what it is. Who knows at that level of fame and success. As long as he's happy. Now. Hmm. What are, you just booked something, didn't you? Modern Family? What mm-hmm. else? Let's talk about the happy stuff. I already did a dark one earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was a guest star on Modern Family. Yeah, for one episode. It's pretty sweet. It's fucking awesome. It's fun. I thought it would change my life. Didn't, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we always do. You know. I didn't even think. I honestly didn't expect much. It is a credit, though. It looks good in the books, baby. Yeah, it's like a nice little thing. Like, if, if I want to... If I want to take over like Ventura Harbor comedy scene, yeah. that's that <laughs> that's, helps. That's, it does. That helps. Not many. It's not just many. nice to actually give somebody credit where people know what it is. You know. Yeah. Where they like, what do you want me to say? Oh, I was on Modern Family. You know, uh, rather than I was on Channel three hundred and ninety seven right. on local cable access. The show's called Pinkerton Fartertonsville, and you there. You know what I mean? Right. I always feel like you know how hosts. This is better. Modern Family's better. Yeah. You better on Pinkerton Fartertonsville. <laughs> oh shit. You've been on. It's funny when hosts hosts. A show they just arbitrarily make up that it say this next comedian you've seen him on Comedy Central they just like say it yeah and the, everyone in the crowd just say just he's like, funny as hell right and everyone in the he's funny as hell I see hosts do that all the time and if I was on Comedy Central I would I'd be that would upset me because it's like oh I worked hard to get that credit yeah and now everybody just says it it's just like a lie a comedy club in San Diego the Madhouse Comedy Club they booked me to headline and. uh and they on the billboard it said Comedy Central, Comedy Central's Craig Conant, and I never said that. I never lied. I never told them I was on Comedy Central. Right. But I also never corrected them because they were the first club to ever let me head, headline head loosely head thirty minutes. Yeah, they probably but knew they made it up. I don't. I yeah. I, I see. I know. I think that now, but at that time. I was, you know, where they so got that and MTV mixed up. No, I think they made it up on purpose to get to people to come tickets. in to sell yeah. tickets. But at that time, I truly believed that I don't want to correct them. There goes my chances at headlining. And now I don't really want to do the club because they don't pay well or treat you nice. 
Remember when we sold it out? Yeah, that was awesome. Two shows one night. Sold out sick. two shows in the brick room, baby. That was a fun room to perform that in. That was a fun room. And it sucks that they don't treat you better as a human being in comic. Because it's just... Do they still book you to perform? I don't... I say no now. Uh, I have standards. Well, I'm not going to talk shit because I'm not above it. I, I still <laughs> might do it, but it's just it's just like... They, yeah, they don't, no, I get it. They don't put you in a hotel. They don't pay you enough to even yeah. pay for a hotel. They don't give you gas money. They don't. You have to be like a local open mic. Yeah, you have like, to. Yeah, yeah. It's just like. Yeah, no, rough. I don't think it's the pay that. is. No, you do the gig and you basically lose fifty bucks. Right. It's, if you stay in a hotel and eat down there. Yeah. So you lose money to perform at stand up when they're making money. And that's the great injustice. And I'm sorry for putting them on blast, but it's many, 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 many of clubs that yeah, take I've, advantage of people that are not famous yet. I've, and then once you're famous, you could do whatever the fuck you want and they'll kiss your ass. I've spent so much money on like opening for people and like featuring and emceeing at clubs just to like get on the road just to get out there. Yeah. And that's, the way it is sometimes yeah now i'm finally at the point where it's like no nah, i want to like can i like come ahead on this trip it's like i'm missing it's costing me money i'm flying across the country to do this like yeah i'd like to make a little bit of money what's a trip too is 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 like i tell people this all the time but like the glitz and the gamma of gamma shit glamour of what it looks like mm. on instagram and then the paycheck comes and then even the headliners I work with, they're always dope and they throw me little bonuses and, and I never pay for anything in their presence. Right. You don't, they pay for my food, hotel, a flight, nothing. But even then, even with the tips, you get the check, then the tax man gets 40%. The check was never big to begin with. And then like Uber to and from the airport, like a $600 check turns into a $300 check and you were right. gone for four days and right. you know you're not you're, you're like a mcdonald's worker is gonna make a higher profit just, yeah and and it, it looks so but you luxurious but and at it the end is of the and day, i'm grateful you didn't for do it. any work you just like went on a fun trip but at the end of the day you're like fuck i still want to like i gotta buy my mom a camry i fucked her over so much in my life <laughs> she's got i gotta get that lady a camry but sure she farts and dies <laughs> <laughs> It's a fair. My new camera. I gotta buy my mama can brand new, brand, brand new, new baby. Nice. That's brand sweet. new only. Yeah, because I just owe it to her. I know it doesn't. It, she doesn't care about that stuff, but it would. It make my buying my mother a Camry is more important than me getting passed at the comedy store, which is extremely high on my list. Same here. Yeah, Probably it's top two things. It's just gotta pay right mama now. back. She put, she's fucking that poor lady. You guys don't even know. God, I used to, I used to run away from her. And she can never catch me. And be like, make, eh. make, make a 2019 Camry one of the things in your Patreon. If you um, want to donate a 2019 Camry to my mom, you're a smart <laughs> fella. Yeah, I got to uh, put it on my vision board. Buy my mama a car. That's a big one. My my goals in life are to buy my mom a car and sell out the Wiltern. I want to sell out the Wiltern. How many seats are in the Wiltern? Fuck, like eighteen hundred or two thousand. I right, performed at it three times with Dalia. Let's do the math on this. And real quick. Uh, 
and it is the most magical fucking theater I've ever been in. It's so cool. Led Zeppelin played there. And your boy <laughs> spitting Dude, I just fart did, jokes. I just did a couple 1,300-seat theaters, and it's the most fun thing ever. Dude, theater gigs are the best. What are you Googling right I'm now? I'm Googling how many seats are at the Wiltern. Okay, let's say it's 1,800. Let's just it's, call it 1,800. Watch. 1,800. Hey, Siri, what's the capacity at the Wiltern in Los Angeles? Oh, cool. It didn't work. <laughs> Ones and twos. Help okay, us out so over there. All right, here's the deal. Oh. Give yourself... <laughs> Here's how you do this, okay? Yeah. Give yourself one year's notice. Don't right? look at my browser history. All right. <laughs> Give yourself one year's notice. Yeah. How many tickets do you have to sell a day? I'm not doing it now. Five I'm tickets. not ready. It's five tickets a day for a year. Nobody's buying a ticket a year out. I I, I, I applaud your... Uh, I want it done right. Well, you see, that's the difference between the people All right, who you, sell out you the, book Wiltern. the Wiltern. Do you know how the Wiltern works? You have to pay like forty grand to rent it. You devil! You're yeah, well, you pay it after you do the show, though. Give me that shit. It's too wet. Um. See, that's what no, happens I will... when you use a leather coaster. <laughs> it locked. You locked it. Locked you it locked it. it. This is a sloppy one. <laughs> Um, no, I will do it when the time is right, my friend. When the time is right, I'm not I don't gonna... think. But the thing is, like, I don't like. I think you, you will do it. I think I will too. It just might take fucking fifteen years. Whew! But I'll still do it. I think you can do it in five. Yeah, eighteen fifty. Eighteen fifty. There you go. So you have to sell five tickets a day. Six. You forgot the fifty. No, but it's 4.9, <laughs> so I, I, I took that 50 I, and divided it by 365, so it's still... We're both so literal. We're like, five. no. So many times people say jokes to me, and I'm just like, no. Dude, that's and dude, sell like, five tickets a day, go on like, Hollywood oh. Boulevard and say, hey, you want to watch me at the wheel turn? And then just say that to everyone, sell five tickets a day for a year and sell out the wheel turn <laughs> to strangers who bought a ticket one year ago. I don't want to work that hard. I'll wait till enough of my fart jokes go viral and i could sell them organically yeah you just post on instagram one time and sell it out oh my god so cool that's the coolest thing ever to be able to tour like that yeah, crazy. like segura and theo and delia and rogan and there's a million of them ron white angela johnson all those motherfuckers eliza sarah silverman to be so able to a lot go, of theater acts now there's a lot of theater there's a comedy boom happening right now i think this podcast is gonna blow up and you're gonna sell out i think so too bud i really do you know what's funny is i feel like you have more draw than like a lot of just like regular club headliners you know i feel that way too but i don't like to say it that's the fact listen up industry <laughs> come on industry thank you uh but you know those headliners have worked very very hard for 20 30 years you know i'm not trying to you not, guys have like relationships them. with the clubs and stuff yeah but it's cool when you go on the road and like it's like and like people start like recognizing you places you know it's really i'm having that a little weird, bit and it's dude. fucking sweet dude people are recognizing me around right? la i get it not so much to other cities but around la la especially people go oh yeah i love your comedy just like well, i don't know once don't, a day or some shit it's like, awesome it's Isn't crazy it? it's happening every day now before it would happen you know never and then like once twice a year and then like once a month and now, anytime I'm at any club or walking sunset, they're like, oh, 
Oh, that's fart guy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I fart on him, and we all kiss. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> fucking sweet man yeah i'm excited the podcast has been doing really well we were in the top 200 for four episodes in a row and then we fell off fucking fury fury beat you no or he his was my guest. tank no it wasn't him <laughs> i think it was uh i think it started with rafi bastos and he has like 1.5 million followers or some shit and then it just mm. stayed because then you know so i just gotta have one famous fuck once a month and then i'll be top 200 Hell yeah. But the best, my proudest moment was me and Asan Ahmad, and we're in the top 200 for four fucking days, dude. Because it fluctuates. It's like the right. damn stock market. I was like, damn, four days? And we're under Amy Schumer. Nice, That's pretty dude. cool. You don't want to be under Amy Schumer. <laughs> I don't get, I'm, get crushed. I'm, <laughs> get crushed. That's probably why you dropped out of the next 200. <laughs> she pushed me out she of the 200. She pushed you out. That's cold blood. That's what happens when you get under her. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was right above or under her, and Adam uh, ruins everything guy. That guy. I was in between those two when I screenshot it. And I guess we peaked at... See, I wasn't even paying attention, but we were at like 135. A friend told me. He's like, dude, you're at 135. I was like, when? He's like, yesterday. I was like, why don't you screenshot it? I was like, I got no proof. But... Damn. uh, Doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. We're all going to die. Dude, podcasting's fun. I'm, I I started a podcast too. Got to get that shit, dude. You got to come on it sometime. You got to stop twitching, you twitchy fuck. As I'm twitching, as you're twitching. <laughs> Door guy t- podcast. Oh yeah, you do that. Yeah, that's me, Hormos, and Funk Chow. Fantastic. Yeah. There you go. And we get a different. Uh, Door guy or comedy store personality on every ep- episode. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the comedy store. Abby Robert is a comedian working at the comedy store. What is one of the coolest moments that has happened during your uh, service at hmm. the fucking... Uh, one of the coolest ones was Jim Carrey came by and, like, uh, and like a bunch of, like, door guys and, like, a handful of other comedians. We just, like, hung out with him in the back parking lot and just, like, asking questions about, like, when he was a door guy there and what it was like and all this shit and just, like, ask him about, like, rumors and just, like, everything. And he was just so cool just answering all our questions. We oh just hung out for, like, God. two hours. That was pretty cool. fucking recorded that. What did he say? Uh, just all sorts of stuff. He was talking about how he used to go up to, like, Mulholland and do, like, his vision board shit and all that stuff. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Another cool one was I got drunk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, he was, like, drinking on the patio, and I walked up. And this is like, right before he was, like, famous, too. He was, like, known, you know? Like, he was, like, a little famous, but not, like... Cosmos famous. Yeah, not yeah. Cosmos hadn't come out yet. Yeah. And I walked up to him to introduce myself, tell him I'm a fan, and he saw my employable neck tattoo. And he's like, oh, that's a great tattoo. And just like brings me in. He's such a big guy. And he's just like, you can't let people tell you what you what you do in life. And he was like, you know, just kind of like buzzed yeah. and just like feeling it. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. And we like, it was like me, him, and a few a couple other comedians and a couple other random people. And we all just hung out on the patio and drank till like fucking, like past, past the bar closing. We were there like all night. And With still, Neil? What's that? Yeah. Oh, we shit. We were there for like four probably. Yeah. And I was like 21 and like dumb and I had like just listened to a space podcast recently. So I was like asking him all this like these like just like dumb 
beginner like <laughs> beginner space questions and he was just so cool and like enthusiastic about everything it was awesome yeah i fucking love that dude yeah that was sweet he got into science because i believe his heart his dad died of a heart attack and he wanted to explore time travel because he all he wanted to do was go back in time and save his dad I don't know if that's true or not, but it I might think be I, might I think that, that might be up. Carl Sagan. Is that Carl Sagan? <laughs> it could be Carl, because I know he got into science because he met Carl Sagan. I know that some scientists. I think out that's there, like an X Men guy that like his dad died. I think that's like I an heard X Men origin story. Somewhere. <laughs> I have no idea where. Christopher Lund is gonna I think save that might have me. Been Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I think that meant to have been Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, I think that might have been Iron Man. <laughs> ah, that's from a movie. Like, I, I know I've how heard, dumb do I I've sound? Heard, where I I've, just quoted? No, it was Neil, man. It was no, Neil I have De- heard that story. It was Neil Tyson DeGrassi's. I think that was Mike Tyson actually. Yeah, he was trying to punch his way back into time. I saw an interview. Was it him? No, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson went to the Hayden Planetarium as a kid and idolized one of the the director. Bullshit. Who says that? That's The Onion. Read the next article. Yeah. <laughs> Google what I said, though. Scientist's father dies of heart attack, and he's inspired to explore time travel. I think that's before. Iron Man or some shit. Now, I saw it on one of those goddamn science channel Dude, things. Dude, I get it. I know I was high off my rocker back then, but I remember... I, know, I've heard, I think it was Carl Sagan. It was a scientist on the Science Channel, and it, it was always a panel, but it was fucking Neil, and then they have that Asian guy with the white hair, Osuki Os- or some shit. He's really dope. And then they just had all these brilliant minds talking about wormholes and time travel, and one of those fucking brilliant scientists of our world right now said that their father died, and that's why they became obsessed with time travel. Mm. And I could swear it was Neil. That's all right. But I we'll also smoked a lot of OG Kush and was on opioids at that time. <laughs> so when you snort Oxycontin and and smoke weed, your memory gets a little faulty. His name was Ron Mallet. It was a guy. That's okay, a, I, as long as I didn't I, fucking I knew make it, was it up. it was a guy. No, no, because I had heard that <laughs> Let story me look at before. Okay, but Neil was on the same documentary so you could understand That podcast. makes sense. How I could confuse such things. This is a nice setup you got. Yeah, man. Christopher Lund, thank you. For how do pr- I look in the camera? Yeah. Yeah, how are we looking? Yeah. We looking fit? Nice. Our nut sacks look big. <laughs> I, I raised the camera so you can't see Good. It anymore. Everyone <laughs> kept like either if they're hornball people <laughs> that like nut sacks, they loved it. But most people were like, stop showing us your nut sack the whole fucking show. Oh, yeah. I remember... Yeah, I think our initial Oh, yeah, episode. that's the guy. All right, so I'm a little racist. He's a he's a black dude <laughs> that looks like Neil. He does. Oh, I yeah. I fucking told y'all, motherfuckers. Is it in the shot? Uh, pull it back a little bit. Yeah, then it's in focus. Okay. I'm not full of shit. I retained <laughs> some information. What's his name? Paul Pot? Ronald Mallet. Paul Pot, I believe, was the most villainous uh, human on Earth. Maybe second to Genghis Khan, but he murdered millions and millions of people why am i talking about this i want to start a garden <laughs> i don't know you I, i'll give you some plants i have too many plants i have so many plants i just keep buying them i don't even have room for them i don't know what i'm doing i bought this plant at mickey's oh it's so cute 
I should start getting plants like you. I'm going to get a bunch of plants. Get a cat. I'm going to try to adopt a cat. After this, I'm meeting with those persons to try to adopt a cat. I got a roommate. So it's kind of I've never even been a cat, a cat guy, but this cat this cat was like a cat dog, and it was just love. It just gave me love, and now I need this fucking cat. Yeah, cats are sweet. I like cats. Kittens, what especially. Else? What, are we, what are we at here? Uh, 40 minutes. 40 minutes, Abby. We got 20 more minutes, dude. We got we to gotta gas this up, bud. Dude, all right. All right, what are we going to do? I, I mean, I... Let's go into further detail of the Jim Carrey shit. I want to know like specific shit he fucking said. Dude, I, I love Jim Carrey. I grew up with Ace Ventura. Dude, every, we all grew up with Jim Carrey. It was pretty sweet. Oh, he was with this with this cute girl, right? It was his daughter. No, he was with this girl that he was dating at the time. And two days later, she killed herself. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're done with this. Uh, happy thoughts only. Wait, I got one. This is also pretty sad, but it was a magical moment. It's very sad. I'm not sad. I know. I know. But it's interesting. It, if you <laughs> that need I met help. her right before it happened. <laughs> Seek help if you're in need. Seek help, everybody. Do what you got to do. I like this rock. Oh, it's so nice, isn't it? Hey, so uh, when I went to Second City and did improv and sketch before stand-up, because I was a pussy scared of stand-up, I did that first. And um, the Farley brothers, Chris Farley's brother, two of his brothers did a podcast at the Second City. Nice. And I would always go because I love Chris so much. We all did. And all I wanted to hear them talk about him. And they, they didn't. I, I imagine they didn't always want to talk about him because they wanted their own lives and career. But when your brother's Chris Farley, it's just, it's 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 impossible. Anyways, they always would talk about him, at least for a little brief moment. It, I don't think it was a segment or anything. But they said during their podcast, and I was, they would live tape it at the Second City and you could attend it as an audience member. And they said Chris was just nuts. And uh, their family was very reserved and conservative the mom Mm. and dad and so like they would have these dinner parties with friends and family and adults and the three boys would have to go upstairs and chris was just a nut and they said they were looking at a playboy on the upstairs like laying on like just looking down at the party just like curious like i can't go down there but we're looking at a playboy upstairs nobody's up here they're all down here and they said uh that chris grabbed it and threw it down into the party full of conservative people. And it, they said it, it was just like a movie and it landed and like centerfold out, tits <laughs> out. And then I forgot what they said that he shouted, but they said he shouted like, incoming titties or like just something like real funny like that. And then he was just nuts and he knew there would be hell to pay from his parents for that. But it was just like, <laughs> that's so funny. Have you seen the, the, uh, a clip resurfaced and went viral again of his uh, where he was on Letterman. His like walkout and entrance to Letterman. Where he's out of breath and Dude, he drinks yeah. the wrong yeah. water. Yeah, he has it's so, so much funny. energy and, he's just all, and he like, so picks funny. a guy off and runs him outside and throws him in the dumpster <laughs> yeah, and then runs back inside. Holy shit. He's the dude. He was There's, the best. He was the fucking best. And one thing they said about him too is that he went to Second City and did improv and sketch before being launched as this Dude, huge Yeah, I feel like TV him doing star. improv and sketch would just be slowed down. Like, you no, know? that. But they said that he was so bad at it because, like, in improv, it's yes and. That's like the one rule. You know, you got to say yes. And but they said Chris would just be like no, and then do this crazy <laughs> shit. But he was so 
insane and funny and, and just an energy and entertainer that it didn't matter even though he didn't do what you're supposed to do he still stole the show every single scene every single time but he was technically awful at improv because he just basically did whatever the fuck he wanted and wasn't a team player but nobody gave a fuck because he was chris motherfucking farley dude that's what's up and i gotta be more like that i'm too agreeable i'm too much of a pussy bitch how nah, do i get fine. how do chris i was not on I, this world that guy none of us can be an entertainer like no that. no i'm not saying i have that to be guy chris was farley, insane but i sometimes do feel like i'm too much of a people pleaser and i need to snap out of it yeah just drink your ovaltine you'll be all right kid all right there we go um but then another story uh that this wasn't from the podcast, but Chris Rock said being on the cast of SNL with Chris Farley, everyone on the show was more relieved because at that time it was Rock, Spade, Sandler, Farley, Norm MacDonald. Like everyone was worried who's going to be the funniest that episode because it was such extreme talent. But they said as soon as Chris came on, that competition and fear and, you know, machismo competition bullshit it's just gone gone because he won, it was no he won they're like well it doesn't matter what i do because chris farley is on the cast now and he will and that's coming from chris rock you know what i mean right. that was such a magical interview it was really cool who was your snl guy that you grew up with um i'm an old school motherfucker dude my parents are old they're 73 and i uh I watched the old shit with Gilda Radner and Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. Oh wow! But that was like as a kid because my parents watched that when it when when I'm it was a Will Ferrell guy. When it was my time, I I think yeah, Will Ferrell. I think Will Ferrell might be the best of but all I, time. I'm a ghetto Mexican dude. I watch Mad TV. Oh uh, yeah, I watch Mad TV you know, over SNL all day. You know, you know what's I in, grew up with Bobby Lee and Brian Callen more so than uh, Will true, and I, Adam and I, all those guys. I actually guys. did grow up with Bobby Lee, which is weird. And I tell him that, and he's yeah. like, "Don't need a don't need to kiss my ass. You already opened for me." And I'm <laughs> like, "I'm telling you the truth." <laughs> yeah, I I'd never admit it to him, but yeah, he because at, in Canada, Mad TV was like syndicated, and it was just on every day yeah. just reruns were always on on whatever channels i had so yeah i'd see bobby lee on tv every day so when i first came to the comedy store it was so weird i'm like there's bobby lee just chilling out like a regular guy i was more star and he was truck. the first person that like was cool to me bobby lee is the first headliner to take a hundred hundreds of us out you know what i mean right he's so nice and still to this day he took me to dan tana's that fancy restaurant bought me a steak it was like 70 dollars but Bobby Lee is a nut and he has the the funnest uh you just don't know what you're gonna get. But oh, even yeah. when it's anger, it's all out of love and he's just fucking with you. It's just the game. That's the game. That's yeah. the gag. That's the joke. So you're it's like he buys you a seventy five dollar steak and flies you all over the country and pays you money and you get sold out shows and stuff. But then you're like it's just like you better be careful, motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's 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 fun. It's right. Fun. So we're not throwing shade at Bobby. It's a fun, enjoyable game. And uh, yeah, he always takes me to bomb ass food, dude. That's sweet. Best food. He's a foodie and he treats you. It's really nice. So every time I see him at the store, I'm like, food, food, <laughs> <laughs> food, because it's a fucking next level of expensive <laughs> cuisine. Me, that I, I could afford my own food, but I'm just saying I'm going to Swingers. Or fucking Burger King. This fool is going to Dan Tana's. Yeah, Dan Tana's is sick, dude. Like, I, like, I love it there. You know, he's going to Roost Chris and Mastro's while I'm going to fucking Denny's. Yeah. 
You know what's a good uh, late night option is uh, Jones on Santa Monica. It is. They got the hat late night happy hour. Good deal. Jones on third is good for daytime salads and sandwiches. Jones on Santa Monica and La Brea. I'm I'm not being sponsored by them, but they're a good late night hang. They got a late night happy hour. Good place to take a date. You're welcome <laughs> if you're in the Hollywood area. If you're not in the Hollywood area, I'm sorry for being regional specific. Yeah, that's try right. the Cracker Barrel. It just gives them more an incentive. Dude, Cracker Barrel is a shit. I went it there for the, oh first God, I went to the first time recently. Oh. The pancakes were unreal. The service was really good. That place is so Different fun. Different butters and syrups Dude, and it's jams. Dude, like, it's like a, they, they have a little candy shop. I was buying all these candies. They had like oh, yeah. Zots, like that old candy, Z-O-T. Yeah, Z- it's funny the because fizzies? I I'd only oh, known of it because like I, there was like there was like a controversy when I was a kid, and I remember like Jay Leno used to make fun of them for like being racist or something like that. Like Cracker Barrel had like some sort of controversy back in the day. Oh, I don't even know. Anyways, that's all I knew Cracker Barrel from, and I just assumed it sucked. And then I went there this year in Montana for the first time, and I was like, "Yo, this is." the best breakfast spot i've ever been to it's fun it's yeah. like a it's like a an amusement park denny's you're like what did you do here are we on the log ride at disneyland yeah. i love it sometimes those big chain restaurants are fun have really good customer service too because they can afford to have good customer service i think too i think all places should have good customer service yeah i hate I try customer, deliver service, good customer service customer service at it. the comedy just, store huh Oh, that's I brutal customer good service. Custom, I, I deliver good customer yeah, service. Yeah, you do. Not everybody there does. A lot, I mean, most people don't, but I do. I see you hustling. I treat all the customers really well. Then they get shit-faced, and then they're just not human anymore. You're like, I, you don't even hear what I'm saying. I'm just saying don't talk during the show. What are you saying? Yeah. You're like, oh, hey guys, forget it. My favorite thing is when I'm giving people a little spiel. I say, like... I see I'm at the rope and I'm like, hey guys, two drink minimum, no pictures, no heckling, no recording, bathrooms in the back. And while I'm doing it, they just walk past me. Even though I'm, I'm going to give them a spiel and then walk them to their table, they walk past me and I just go, excuse me, excuse me, just don't, I'm a human talking to you. Please don't walk away because I'm a human being that's talking to you. Yeah. And they go, oh, oh, sorry. And then they, their energy, I'm like, if they're not paying attention to me, I'm like, hey, hey, snap out of it. <laughs> you know, like focus. They don't listen. They don't let that's what that was uh my shit that I would flip the script on them at Trader Joe's whenever they're being dicks. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I did it to you personally to ruin your day because that's the kind of person I am. <laughs> I love being here. It's my favorite job. They pay me so much money and it really puts somebody in reality check. They're like, oh, it's not this fault guy's fault. We're out of rye bread, you know. Right. Get over it. <laughs> Dude, Nana. Some, sometimes I, 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 I sometimes check myself when I'm at other places and like it say something's like like you know, like something's fucked up that the em- employee has no control over and I'll get mad for a second. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's that's nothing to do with you. It's my own issue. Yeah. Like they didn't decide But sometimes the, the food does suck and the service does suck and then you wanna be like Hey man, this shit suck, but then you don't want to be that guy. Right. But you're like, technically, you just I am right back. on this one. That guy is the cokehead, and the food tastes like my toaster oven. Right. If my food made in my non kitchen walk in closet <laughs> tastes better than your restaurant, we have a problem. <laughs> All right. Is that fair? That's pretty fair. Right. That's so funny. <laughs> Have you been into other studios in this building? Yeah, Brian Moses is. I don't know if he wants me 
to shout. Well, nobody knows where I live. Yeah. He's my neighbor. How's his studio? Mine's better. Yours is better? Nice. How's oh, your I've been studio? in your, yours too. Mine's better than his. Nice. It's a nice studio. I would uh, utilize the space a little better. No, that's impossible. No, it's possible. <laughs> I'd maximize the damage. I think you could do better. No. You could uh, get a loft bed. That is put the couch underneath the bed. <laughs> You're right. I could do that, but I'm not doing that. No, I mean, I get it. Fucking having sex on a loft bed. <laughs> Pretty sweet. <laughs> Pretty uncomfortable, scary, unstable. <laughs> might hit my head on the ceiling. Might You'll collapse definitely. the I, I've fucking d- I've, bed. I've done it, and I did hit my head on the ceiling. Yeah, of course you will. Yeah. It's no fun. Yeah. I forgot. There we go. Problem solved. You're right. I'm wrong. Oh, man. I'm running out of juice, Abby. Why are you running out of juice? Am I, I already, Am I a drain? No, no. I spoke for an hour on my own prior to you coming. Oh, you did a solo episode? Solo yeah. Patreon episode? Solo Patreon episode, baby. Subscribe that's why, to my that's Patreon. That's why I feel like that's why I've been interviewing you this whole episode. <laughs> I've asked you questions. No, I know. It's been a back and forth interview. I've and asked I like questions. it because I don't want to give away any personal stuff about me. Ooh. It's none of your fucking business, people listening. Where can they find you? None of your business. None of your business, oh, You're going to make it If you find me or follow me, I'm going to come to your house and fucking beat the shit out of you he won't i'm just kidding i'm a sweetheart he's a canadian sometimes i like to just bring craig into the darkness and see how he reacts <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get out of the darkness i know but i like to i've been I like there to, for 34 I like to tempt him years. with the darkness darkness he's, he's one of the most positive nice people i know so it's nice to just you know why i am because i'm trying to get out of the darkness yeah that's true i've been there my whole I didn't fucking mean, I didn't, life I didn't, I didn't mean to roast no, you at no. all in this episode no, it's funny. but i don't give a fuck <laughs> it is funny and it is also true because one of the whole reasons the community service podcast the theme like you know what what bad happened to you to inspire you to become a better person mm. is to fucking let motherfuckers know sometimes you're high on heroin making your nutsack bleed at your mother's home and then sometimes you're sober touring the country doing what you love. And you could do both in one lifetime. Because I have. Anyways, what horrible event has happened to you that has changed you for the better? Like a shitty thing Ooh. that made you come out better on the other end. Or a good poop in the pants story. A shitty thing that has made me come out better on the other yeah, end? Yeah, like inspired to get you sober or change. Or you're like, oh, I'm not going to do that type of behavior anymore. Whatever, you know. Arrest, oh, okay. uh, I mean, I've had like, like you know, I had like you know, a handful of bad things happen when I was like a kid, but like it's something that like it inspired me to be better. I don't know, man. Just like, just like when it's like noon and you're coming home and you haven't slept yet because you've been doing coke all night and you're like walk past Earth Bar and you see all these people coming out. They had already they're already halfway through their day and you haven't even gone to bed yet. It's just like the worst feeling on earth when it's just like sunny out. It's like I feel like my my actual true nature is is like if I realize that like people are affected by all these like outside things. I'm, I'm I might not make sense here, but 
I don't know. I feel like people are affected by all these outside things. So not everyone is walking around being them true, their true self. I think my true honest nature is actually like this, like nice guy that wakes up early and is like a sweetheart and enjoys life. And then all these other things kind of change that. And so I'm trying to work really hard to get back to that place, you know? Yeah, that, that's that. So it wasn't any exactly one event. It was just a lot of that shit. Yeah, just a lot of that stuff. Yeah. That's what made me change and get sober uh, because you just like, whoa, I'm I'm literally being someone who I am not. Right. When I'm fucked up, like I'm not that guy. I don't want to inflict harm or do or hurt that person or that girl or what a guy or, you know, fight with my girlfriend for no fucking reason. Invent fights and problems and drama you're like i'm chilling don't give a fuck unless you like truly cross me i don't care right and then when you're drinking and drugging like you could fight with your girl or your buddy or whoever over nothing over like the moving of a glass or it's just something that you know what i mean it literally creates drama and i was just so sick of being dramatic over bullshit i didn't give a fuck about remember nor care about and being like that's not even you you are a nice person at your core you are you know what i mean so it's like right fuck it. like 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 i think like like my mom was like the most goofy silly person that just wanted to have fun all the time and i think that's like what my true nature is you yeah. know i think i'm more like that and then life has made me more of like a rigid, quiet, reserved person. And then I'm just trying to get back to like that because that's where I really yeah. am. Like that's who I was when I was like younger and a kid. Just like a just a goofy person. It's a brutal city that likes to have fun all the time. Brutal city. And then somehow, that. yeah, the world has turned me to this. But I think I'm like that. I know what you mean because sometimes like I just want to be a silly, goofy, ha- happy, energetic fuck. And in our community is just like whoa, whoa like tone it down over there you know right just because uh yeah that's like honestly that, like, oh, that's man. why i like diet and exercise and shit because like if i don't like if i'm not like eating healthy and like working out then i'm just like i'd like i'm like tired and grumpy and i'm not like yeah I, like i can't be when i first met you you're a little you're a little porker yeah a little bit yeah yeah how much did you lose I don't know. It wasn't like, I think I like probably like 40 pounds. Yeah. He was, when I first met him, I didn't even realize you were the same person just because, uh, your face slimmed down so much. And it was, I saw an old photo of you and you're, you're, you know, just 40 more pounds on him. You can imagine his face was round and you didn't really have a jawline. No. And that's when I met you. And then, uh, and now it's just funny. It's just awesome. He lost 40 pounds. That's amazing. Yeah, that's just a byproduct. And people think like, did you lose that from quitting drinking? It's like, well, yeah, a little bit was from quitting drinking, but it's just a like lot. when you once you quit drinking, you change then your lifestyle. You change everything else starts falling yeah. into place. Because I was like, 185 when I was drinking and drugging, and now I'm 155. I lost 30 pounds. And yeah. Uh, yeah, because like once you once you remove all that stuff, it gives you the opportunity to to do what you actually want to do. Yeah, like what I want to be is like a healthy person. And then you don't eat double cheeseburgers at three a.m. Yeah, because you're shit face. 
Yeah, you don't eat double cheeseburger. It's exact. I mean, that happened. I mean, my first six months of sobriety, I ate so much junk food. I still do. I had something I still struggle with every I, day. I know. I, ate too much I had a cheat meal yesterday. You want to know what I had last night? Chicken. Two tenders. scoops of ice cream. Oh, you two bags of M&M's. Frozen yogurt earlier with candy. That's so much sugar. Yeah, I had about 200 grams of sugar yesterday. If you're sober, uh, good luck trying not to do sugar. Because I struggle I with and it. I, and I recently quit nicotine. Good. I was on the patch and gum forever. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm like probably almost a month without any of it. Damn. You're quitting it all. Good shit. Don't do the nicotine. I never got into that. I always tried. I would always try to smoke. Oh, I, I smoked like, like it a pack and even a half a day high. for like almost a decade. It doesn't get me high. I just I smoked that tweed. Give me that tweed. Yeah. So I used to work for Camel and hand out cigarettes at bars. It was a promotional spokesmodel for Camel. <laughs> and uh, and then I would just, you give them two packs. And I would just give them one, keep one. So nice. I had all these cigarettes and I'd sell them to my homies in the hood, you know on tour when i did this car show anyways uh i would sell him knives and cigarettes i bought all those knives from that guy on tv for three hundred dollars uh, you get three hundred knives and i uh, did i talk about that yeah three hundred dollars yeah. for three hundred knives it's That's crazy deals awesome. dude and so i was selling I cigarettes and knives, knives but i would always try to smoke because i had access to Jesus so didn't many, like and it. i hated it i hated it i was like i'll just smoke a fucking joint at that time and then uh so i ended up just selling them like two packs for five bucks i was killing it damn you could have got well this was two packs for 10 bucks i'm old man this is 12 13 years ago yeah dude i'm so grateful i don't smoke that shit fucking sucks ass dude what about a good shit in your pants you ever shit your pants on stage i've never shit my pants once in my entire life you suck isn't that crazy Come no, on, I don't. Man. I, 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 like, I haven't shit my pants, so I just like assume you're just lying when you talk about shitting your pants because I've just never done it. <laughs> no, I've shit my pants at least thirty times in adulthood. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! I've come close. I've come I, close, but I've never done it. I told you I like risk. <laughs> one time I was, uh, one time I was walking home drunk and I had to take a piss, and so I. I walked to the side of this IHOP and I started pissing and the blinds were closed. So I just was just pissing against the, like, like against the window, you know? Then this waitress comes running out of the restaurant screaming. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what? She goes, she goes, there's families in there. Everyone can see your dick. And I was like, oh, sorry. And then I just like cut it off and just walked away. So it was like tinted and they could see out. It was like a tinted window, but I couldn't see in and they could see out. So from their perspective, <laughs> I just walked up to a window of families having an afternoon di- di- IHOP experience amazing. and I just started pissing against That's the window. That's amazing. Yeah. You didn't get sober after that? <laughs> no, that was like fif- when I was like 14 or 15 years old. Fucking, how funny if you got labeled as a sexual I used predator to, I used to because sell, of uh, your just drunk pissing. I didn't mean it. When I was 13, I used to sell firecrackers. Hell yeah, I'm dog. just trying to relate to you um, <laughs> and your audience. You didn't sell them? No, I sold firecrackers. That's awesome. Yeah, I made, bun- I made money. They were like, because the firecrackers you get here are super legal in Canada, so I used to flip firecrackers. Yeah, it's the best. Sound, make, Anything that's illegal anywhere, you can always up the price 300, yeah. 500% and make a hefty profit. <laughs> yeah. America, land of the free. That's another embarrassing drinking story. Oh, man. I know there's lots of them. 
but I'm trying to pick one here. I've, I've all right. So one time I was, uh, I lived on Vancouver Island and I was drinking in Vancouver and you had, to get home, you have to catch a ferry and the ferry costs about $20 to get home. And I had a hundred dollars on me. So I went to a bar with my friends and one friend and I spent the whole hundred dollars at the bar. Every dollar I spent at the bar drinking and I was like, fuck. And then my friends were leaving. I'm like, yo, can I borrow $20? Cause I spent it. I'm a fucking idiot. And this is when you're young and every, yeah. everyone's broke. Right. So my friend's like, yeah, all right, fine. Lends me $20 leave. So now I'm at the bar by myself. I'd spent my hundred and I had $20 left and I went to the bar and spent it. You're an addict. You're a fucking addict. Yeah, and, and then I've I went outside there. and I smoked a cigarette and I was like and I was like I don't I didn't pray, but it was like my like version of praying at the time. Like I like I fucked up. Like sit, like I, I need twenty dollars. Like I'm such a fucking idiot. I blew it twice. Like what the fuck is wrong with me? And this voice came into my head that said, Walk into the bar and where everyone pays for their drinks there because there was down. a register on the bar and look down because some fucking drunken idiot probably dropped twenty dollars. So I walk in, I walk up the stairs to where the bar was where everyone's drinking, and I walk up to the bar and I look down in front of the register and there's a fucking $20 bill there and I'm like holy fuck and I bend down I pick up the $20 bill and I get up and the bartender's right there and he's like you want anything and I'm like yeah give me a beer and a shot no! and I fucking spent that whole fucking 20 you dude idiot yeah I think then I, what happened? I think I just snuck onto the ferry or something ah, that's fun <laughs> yeah now that is so true and I would always I was always a coming upper like, but any bar I ever went to, looking at the ground underneath every single bar, every single time, always hunting. I still do that shit. To be I honest. still do it. Yeah, you find money all the time. Drunk yeah. people drop money. You I can't return cash. Bucks the comedy Who's store hundred recently? is this? <laughs> yeah, it's yours now. Yeah, I found a hundred dollars recently at the comedy store and a pair of uh, AirPods. Damn. Yeah, and you can't return AirPods. It's like the same thing as cash, basically. Yeah, you find shit. I found I found hundreds of dollars. I remember found a hundred dollar bill. At least on two occasions, possibly three. Drunk people. Yep. Drop money. It's true. It happens. Very true. Boop. What other embarrassing drinking stories? That peeing one's pretty good. Um, Shitting. Never shit myself. I pissed out the window of a party, of my party at my house, and everyone was like, see, peeing out the window? I was like, it's my house. <laughs> don't do drugs kids just don't do drugs yeah one time I, when I was 19 me and my friend had this puppy that my friend still has and I was walking it and the puppy had gotten into the garbage and ate everything and I was walking it along the boardwalk where like everybody is and then the puppy just stops and just diarrheas <laughs> just like like a like 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 18 inch diameter of just diarrhea puddle oh, and i was like oh poop. my god just diarrhea and there's so many people looking at me and i run and i was just like run i was just like fuck this and we just fucking ran dude and i ran all the way home yeah <laughs> it's diarrhea i mean if it's a turd you could pick what are you gonna do yeah. You're going to ask somebody for a garden hose? Be like, hey. Yeah. Can I spray down the boardwalk, finish boardwalk. Those poor bastards. One of my most enjoyable things is watching people like 
trip or step in puppy diarrhea <laughs> i would have posted up and just set up a camera and just laughed at the poor sap suckers that stepped in that doo-doo Dude. i used to uh smear shit on dollar bills and put them on the ground <laughs> so people pick up a big old diarrhea dollar you know what i'm saying i remember one time in uh it's fantastic in high school my friend we didn't like this one teacher so we did a test and then my friend took the test and wiped his ass with it <laughs> and got shit all over it and handed it in. <laughs> this test smells... <laughs> That's amazing. How yeah. oh, have more kids done that? That's fantastic. Yeah. That's then, fucked up. Um, I put a thumbtack on a teacher's seat once and she has such a fat ass she didn't even feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really bad. I got paranoid and I went back up there and I took it off. That's so funny. I, uh, I, I, you know, I have it in me, but then I'm like, oh no, I don't, I don't you know, because she was always trying to get me suspended because I was doing videos because we do Spanish videos, you know, like scenes. And I was always putting like firecrackers and knives and guns in it because I thought <laughs> I was funny. And she'd send me to the dean and say, try to suspend me. And the dean was cool. He's like, I don't see nothing wrong with this. <laughs> and he just gave me a detention. That's great. But then she was always trying to like maximize my sentence. One time, Ms. Lopez. One time in high school, I uh, during metalwork class, I was just uh, I didn't want to actually like ma- like do any like the technical stuff. I just wanted to make knives. So I was just you know on the grinder, just grinding a fucking prison shank. Right, I just cut this piece <laughs> of metal like this, and it's just grinding like a double edge, just just little mini sword, you know, for not for any reason. I just like knives, you know? So I, like, grinded the sword and got electrical tape and just, like, made this, like, fucking nice... That's what I mean. Like, I know Abby, he's a nice guy, but uh, listening to this story, he sounds like a murderous killer. It's like, no, we just like knives. I got knives. Yeah. I just like this. And so while I'm grinding it, right, you can get a lot of trouble for doing this. While I'm grinding this, my my metalwork teacher walks up to me and goes, Abby! And I go, fuck. And he goes, safety glasses. And I go... (laughs) Oh shit! Yeah, sorry. And I just put you safety hold the glasses night, on. Got it, boss. I go, oh yeah, sorry. Put safety glasses on and then finished it. Right. Uh, metal work was first period. Second period, me and my friends skipped class to go to the mall. And we're at the mall, just fucking dicking around, being kids, not being at school. And I decided uh, to shoplift some candy at the at the superstore. You know. So I shoplift some candy, and. Uh, people there had been watching us walk in a bunch of kids dressed like fucking idiots but anyways they we get arrested they put us in this cell cop comes and he starts patting us down he's, i don't know to make sure we didn't steal more stuff and he goes and then he goes is there anything i should know about and i realized that i had that shank that i made at first period oh no and i was like oh i i found this on the sky train and he's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, just, it was the perfect storm of just looking like such a bad kid. Just yeah. The rest of her shoplifting, prison shank, the whole thing. <laughs> Parents came, got in a lot of trouble. He should have just dropped it. Yeah. Clang, clang, clang. Well, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, I forgot. I totally forgot uh, to tell one more story. So my more enjoyable moments in life is witnessing people step in shit and fall. Yeah. And like, just like uh, at a concert where they have those you know electrical outlet humps and you just see every drunk trip over it i'll just watch that and not the concert and have, <laughs> have more fun 
But one time I was with my good buddy Shahab Nahid, and he, I always do first and last names, but I love him more. It's no, it doesn't matter. I'm not talking shit, so who gives a fuck? But uh, we're at this concert, and I think it was like Violent Femmes and Billy Idol or some shit. And uh, we seen this one big fucking, like big dude, you know, I don't know, 300, like solid, you know, just big. Like, looks like he played football and then just kept drinking and eating hot dogs, you know? Right. And we seen, and there's these there's these long steps slope down, and we just see this motherfucker, like, start to gain momentum and almost fall, but not falling and running and trying not to fall, but down steps. Right. Like, a long slope of steps, not steep. It was like a concert venue steps, you know? And then he finally fucking flops and we're just watching him. We're dying. And he lands on his chest and stomach face hits the ground and his toes like come behind him like a scorpion stinger, you know, and like, like almost touches his shoulders. He just, cause there's so much <laughs> momentum and weight and just basically rolls into a sea and like, dude, like his toes almost touched his fucking shoulder and we just lost it. It was one of the funniest visual falls I've ever seen in my life. And it was right in front of me and it was real life. And then this is where it gets even better. So he eats shit and he gets up and it's just like, a, it's a scene from a movie. He's like, oh, you know, he's like discombobulated. Then he goes down the steps and he goes to the a fucking area. I almost gave away. And then he comes back. And of course, what does he have in his hand? besides two fucking big gulp cups of beer he went to the beer garden and got like two you know that concert beers mm -hmm. it's like 32 ounces it's a fucking big gulp and he's walking back like this with a beer in each hand and just trying to make it up the stairs <laughs> and we're just fucking laughing we're like of course the guy that slams his skull against the concrete and breaks his spinal cord oh my god fucking comes back with two tall fucking big gulps of beer and it's just like this like oh, and we it just laughed oh and my fucking laughed god. at this guy dude there's this homeless guy I haven't seen him in a bit, but he basically he basically slept outside my apartment building for the last six years, just like on our block. His name's I think his name's Clarence, something like Clarence or something. Anyways, is he buff? No, I know no. a buff Clarence. No homeless guy. Not many buff homeless guys. He's amazing. <laughs> He's like very skinny and has a big. Gut. I like your face though. No homeless guy. <laughs> yeah, very skinny has a big gut. Uh, he's drinking like Colt 45s all yeah. day. And, uh, I've probably seen that guy shit off of the sidewalk into the gutter 200 times. It's a good neighbor. I just walk past <laughs> him and I just go, Oh, yep. There's Clarence. Just fucking, just, just tatted up clothes, just squatted. I just see shit flying out of his butt oh, and other man. people just walking by and I go, Yep, just another day on Fairfax, bro. Just Clarence fertilizing this concrete there. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. I hope he's okay because I used to see him every day. I used to, like, on my way home from work, I'd always feed him cigarettes. I'd always just leave him at this in this little spot, and yeah. he, he know like 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 a little like a like a squirrel. And I on my way home, I'd just that's so sweet. I'd open you. a fresh pack of cigarettes and just tuck three cigarettes in the same spot, and he always knew where to find them. That's very nice of you. He shits on your front porch, and you give him cigarettes. <laughs> yep, you're a nice. I used dude. to give him alcohol. I've given homeless dudes alcohol, and it's not a good 
thing, but it does make them happy. Does make them happy. Because I would always have like I do this... it only on like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Well, I would have, I'd give them the shit I didn't want. Like I'd have a party and someone would bring right. over Midori or strawberry vanilla vodka. And it's like, oh, I got to drink this bullshit. And then I go give it to a homeless dude. And then I would see them shit face yeah. afterwards doing bad activities. that I was like, oh, I fucked <laughs> yeah, up. Responsible. I one, fucked up. <laughs> one time I'm at Rite Aid and this, this homeless guy in a wheelchair is like at the beer cooler and I'm grabbing something out of it. And he goes, hey. Can you have me one of those 40s on the top shelf? And I go, yeah, of course. And I hand it down to him. And he just stuffs it in his jacket. And he goes, one more. <laughs> and and I go, like, all right. So I grab it and I hand it to him. Stuffs it in his jacket. And he goes, ha ha, we did it, kid. And I go, bro, why'd you bring me into this? Yeah, like, I didn't want, and I just walk away. I didn't want to be a part of this robbery, sir. Yeah. I don't know you. So funny. Um. One time I gave a bunch of homeless people ecstasy. <laughs> Did I tell this story? I, I don't think so. Oh, man. I was high on acid with one of my good buddies, and uh, we were in Venice, Venice Circle, you know, where uh, there's a lot of activity down there. Uh, you know, homeless persons, drug addicts, skaters, mm -hmm. all uh, this uh, very vibrant epicenter for fun <laughs> anyways we're on acid and my buddy he's a drug dealer you know and he had a bunch of ecstasy tablets and a napkin he was gonna sell or take or i don't fucking know but when you're on acid and you see the police the police is like the goddamn devil you know <laughs> you just see them you're like no 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 and they don't know we're on acid they don't even know they we're just two kids in a fucking area where there's 300 fucking kids it's not a big deal but when you're on acid they're the devil and they know everything and they know what's in your pocket but they don't so my buddy panics and he throws a napkin on the ground once we see the cops that are like 80 100 feet away not even fucking looking at us like i said fear paranoia and so i go what was that and he goes it was ecstasy and a napkin i was like oh drugs so i pick it up immediately and then the same fucking shit happens to me. Even though the cops are not after us, I start seeing them getting paranoid. And then this, I feel like there's a fucking beeping alarm of drugs notifying the police about the drugs in my pocket. And right as I'm about to throw them away, we're walking by all these homeless dudes. And uh, I, the one dude said, do you got any money? I said, no, but I have drugs. You want some? And of course he said, yes. <laughs> he puts his hand out and I put an Eminem in, I mean, a fucking... Eminem. I, I put an ecstasy in there and he ate it immediately like an Eminem. He just went, hmm. just like, like it wasn't even, what is this? What, you know, I don't, it could have been a fucking shit rock. And he just literally, I put it in, in it was nanosecond. Oh. And then all his buddies saw, and then I always just had this napkin of so much more. And I was like, you guys want some too? And then they put their hands out and I was just handing out <laughs> ecstasy, like fucking communion at church, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they were just dancing and having a good night. And I, I, I used to tell that story on stage. And uh, I should probably bring it back because it's pretty fucking funny that I gave like nine, ten homeless dudes ecstasy and absolutely made their universe that night. It's like night. a bunch of pigeons. And you're like... <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was walking home from the comedy store the other day. And uh, I look on the ground and I saw like a fucking big bag of crack, dude. Like, like on the ground and it was like had exploded all over the ground it was like had to have been like like a fistful of crack that's so much money yeah and i saw this homeless guy 
as I'm walking past this homeless guy's on his bike, he sees it and fucking skids and it just like looks at me and I go, all you bro. And I just keep walking. He just grabs it. And it's like, it's, I had had like spilled onto the ground too. It's open. Yeah. Oh, he don't give a fuck. He's smoking gravel tonight, baby. (laughs) Holy shit. That's funny. Drugs, man. Don't do them. Don't do them. Don't give them a lot of crackers. Hey, I made their night. Hundreds of dollars worth of crack. I ain't gonna lie. They're fucking rubbing their head on concrete. It felt good that evening, at least. I know it's not the right thing. That's why I'm sober now. But you know, sometimes you just gotta give drugs away for free to homeless people because they're right there, and you're gonna throw them away anyways. No need to waste. The toilet doesn't need them. But Bob, the homeless guy, he does. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck, I got to go to work. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is Community Service with Craig Conant. My guest is Abby Roberge. Thanks, guys. Follow me on social media at A-B-B-Y-R-O-B-E-R-G-E. There's no E in my name. And, and don't give drugs to homeless people. But if you do, don't feel too bad about it because life goes on. I love you all. Good night. Bye.